0: Hey everybody, welcome to Lessons with Troy the Podcast. I'm Troy Bernie Meyer. Well in this episode I'm featuring a recording of a Hawaiian Steel Guitar Workshop I attended at this year's Maui Steel Guitar Festival. This workshop features three of some of the finest Hawaiian steel guitarists in the world, Greg Sardina, Patty Maxine, and Bobby Ngano. They talk all about how they got into the steel guitar, give advice to students, and around 30 minutes into it play several tunes. Thanks again to Greg Sardina, Patty Maxine, and Bobby Ngano for putting on the workshop, and also to Alan Akaka, Addison Ching, and all the other fine folks that helped organize and put on the wonderful Maui Steel Guitar Festival this year. Enjoy the workshop. We
1: were just talking about bars a little while ago, so there's so many different sizes. Everybody's, you just use what you got, or there's a certain size that you like. Yeah, the
0: length of it is.
1: I like them when they just make, make you know, they just make the strings. Or um, I don't need anything laying over. Yeah. So, oh, this one You know, I had a, I had a student, uh, that was learning steel. She was like 14 years old. So she, came. I loaned her one of my steels, but she had, she said, oh, I have my own bar. She's a tiny girl for 14. She came with a bar, like a pedal steel bar. Oh. I said, oh she oh. ain't gonna use that. That was the only thing I had. But I had one of these. And so I gave her this, and even this for her hands looked too big. Um, I said, you know, I got something. And I had one of these, and it uh, was perfect for her hands. So. Yeah, yeah just... I
0: had one.
2: And I didn't know what to do with it
1: now, you know. I just kept it. Yeah, it's a little soft to get a grip on. Really, uh don't move as much as we did, oh, yeah. right? So they can be bigger. We don't
0: do a lot of this. Yeah,
3: and mostly you do everything with the pedals. A lot, you do a lot with the pedals. Yeah. So. Right, Bobby? <laughs> yep, but actually, my first bar was a socket wrench. So <laughs> because, um, actually, Greg, Alan, Akaka, and Casey Olsen. Um, three of them was my inspiration, one of my inspirations to play, because I, I used to watch TV programs, and I seen each of them on a program, my younger brother told me, you want to play still, you better get going with these young guys on TV. <laughs> so, I had no idea where the soul, picks. I, I had no idea you have to use picks like this. You know, Did mean, anybody put the picks this way when they first...
1: Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. somebody taught me not to.
3: <laughs> yeah, I did the same thing. Said, too, not yeah. like Man, how it? this work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah and so um, I, had, I, had, I had no clue of where to go to get bars. So uh, I had a socket wrench. It, it worked fine in a guitar pick. <laughs> <laughs> and for the first year, that, and I had I a mean, standard guitar tuning because I had no idea what it was. Guitar Wow, it's so, a good start. So I used to play all the way, and everything was slant. And these, oh, two, that's old, not good. these two old timers at the veteran, oh, you know, on uh, all the way, they started clapping. So I thought, wow, I, I must be good. Yeah. And they came up to me and they told me the reason why we were clapping is because you got guts. <laughs> he said, You're in standard tuning. And you get a socket wrench and a guitar pick. So they told me you gotta go downtown to Sarah's Music, and that's where I found a bar, a picks, and Jerry Bird in Hawaii. Uh,
2: you
3: and this old, this old, this old Filipino guy showed me the C six, and as soon as he got the tuning, I had the tuning, then you could figure out everything he's listening to. But before that,
1: I used to think, wow. How great them do that, you know, on a standards. <laughs> Since we talked about that too, um, Casey Ose, maybe you know him, maybe you don't, maybe you never met him, but when I met him, I was just kind of on my way, just learning about the steel, getting familiar. And his grandfather is Billy Hu Lin, but he, he didn't want to play steel. He wanted to be a drummer. So like, like, like Bobby was saying, then he saw me, but back then I was just I was just coming out of the whole rock and roll thing too. I had the fact I, I got it. Since we're talking start, I'll tell you a little bit more after this. Anyway, I had the whole long hair thing coming in, looking like a rock and roller, and Casey was like, "Wow, this young guy playing stupid guitar." That's when he took interest, sort of like what Bobby was saying. Yep. I don't know why I took interest. I I knew um, Barney Isaacs. I used to hang around with his son. I never know the family was well known. I never know the Isaacs family it was a well-known Hawaiian music because I didn't pay attention to Hawaiian music. Then I went to the house and Barney's still you was laying there. I said, who plays that thing? I said, oh, my dad. Wow, his dad played music. You know, that's, that's how far it went. Can I do it, just right. for a second? Remember, after live tonight,
2: yes. we're gonna
1: do a, do a jam session right on the stage. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah,
0: yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 To yeah, end the show tonight. Okay,
1: okay. we'll see ya. Uh-huh. So not in here, on the stage. No, at the, end of the show. Oh, oh. Yeah, or something else. Okay. Sorry. So that's how I got interested in it. You know, I saw his dad was, was a steel player, and I was playing guitar, so I kind of picked up on a slack key. And I thought, well, this is pretty easy because that's when the whole Renaissance thing was starting. Yeah. Yeah. And I just gotten married, so I couldn't play and late anymore. So I had to change something around. <laughs> but I thought, no, that would be challenging. So challenging that I didn't know the harmonics were like how you play it. I thought. Oh, how yeah, we get that thing so yeah. far? <laughs> you know, so I was like, you I was like, where is everything? But anyway, as, as I went along, then Casey got interested in students. So he was learning from his grandfather on the side before he went to, to Cherry Bird. You know, and so of course, Casey is where Casey today is just a monster player. Now, talking about the bar, there's a couple of times when I forgot my bar. You know, then you gotta go borrow and you start getting real creative, you find all kinds of stuff. Sure. So I had this pellet gun in my house and then for some reason I was using it. And then an empty cotcher, that's said, man. So I just sanded it down. Keep this in your car, yeah. <laughs> you know, if you have one, this thing works, you know, <coughs> it does what it's supposed to do. It might not be that far, but if you got nothing else, these things will work. So I keep this in my car. <laughs> but I tell you what though, if you gotta go to the airport, don't put this in your game bag. They, take it away. Yeah. they took them away already. Luckily, I, I, knew, I knew the guy. But you know, I work at the airport, and so I have to check my stuff in. So I, I went to the area where I play because I know all of them. So I went, hey, I'm just gonna check this in because I gotta head over to Hawaiian Air. Oh, yeah, great. No problem. You gonna play? Yeah, I'll play that. They said, I'm talking with the security guys, who's a friend. Why is it taking too long? And this girl that I know, she's looking at the scanner. i went, oh my God, they're looking at this. Oh, <laughs> I couldn't freaking, oh. I thought you guys was my friend. Yeah. Jeez, I don't yeah. have the pool to just like let this go. They yeah. actually took my instrument to the side and they brought it on and said, what is this? I said, you guys are too much. Obviously, it's you know already been used and I use it as a, as a bar, that's all. But they did, luckily they didn't take it away. So normally we would take this. Oh. Away. So put it in your suitcase. But leave it in your car. You're not supposed to travel this anyway. It's something that if you carry in your car in case you forget to bring your yeah. bar. So but I see how heavy... no, it's... Wow.
0: oh, it's light. light. Oh yeah, I've seen it. But the, you know yeah.
1: what's you know what's really cool about this? Like if an uh, electric steel. Yeah. Because this is so light, it doesn't have a sustain, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. it'll give you kind of a okay. tripod. Well, that may I pick up then? Yeah. Right from there, with
0: my steel a bar story. Yeah, yeah. you
3: need a lighter then, too.
0: Hey, wait! You're blowing my story.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So I've I have uh, used many styles steels. When I first started taking, I had the little flat Oahu bar. Remember those? Yeah. They're flat, look like a slice of bread cut off. Uh, So you can hold it, you know, these are not so easy. It takes a little learning to hold these, right? So I started with that. But I have left my bar at home, and I used a Bic lighter, which I just happened to have. And it gives the same kind of tone as that, because it's plastic, and it kind of cuts the tone. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah, yeah.
0: And there's different lengths and different weights, and I've tried different ones, and I, I like the sound of that one.
2: What kind of steel is that?
0: This is a, it's a hand-built steel. I just picked it up a week ago from a local builder that is a friend of mine who's a cabinet maker, builder, and a musician, so he's combined his two talents. And he told me he had a couple of pieces of color wood, which he shouldn't have told me that. So <laughs> I said, well, would you please build me another steel? And so he built this one, he built one for himself. Uh, and. Um, I think it's a sure. lipstick pickup. He told me is on it, um, and I have a friend who's an artist, a local artist in Santa Cruz, California, that hand painted the plumeria for me. So it's each one is lovingly painted on the oh. instrument and the Good. Board. Yeah, I, I'm really yeah. liking it. We have some tweaking to do, which I'll do when I get back. But um, I'm really liking the sound and the feel of it.
1: So. so if you ever do sell it, no guy's gonna buy it. <laughs> no, that's true. No <laughs> guy, way too sissy. I right. buy it.
0: <laughs> <Way too sissy>. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh,
2: yeah.
0: I'll give sec- him a deal.
2: I'm <laughs> <So>. secure in <laughs> my masculinity. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: and my the, then works. I'll go back to how I started with with lap steel, and that is I, I'm from Roanoke, Virginia, and uh, I had been playing a little ukulele and. I took dance lessons, I took a little piano, a little accordion, all these different things, and um, I asked my grandmother, who afforded me all these musical luxuries, if I could just learn to play the guitar so I could sing, um, my lord, or something, something. So she took me down to the studio in Roanoke, and uh, the, the teacher and owner of the studio just happened to be a lap steel player. And his love was Hawaiian music. And um, his name was Elmer Reidenauer and uh, Kimo. And he brought out a little wooden student model steel and I didn't even know until he got close to me what it was really, and he, you know, and he turned it up and laid it on my lap like that and handed me that little flat steel bar and said, here, try this and we'll see if you like it. And uh, he loved Hawaiian music. So that's how I really started playing was with Hawaiian music and he, as I recall, it was an open E tuning, which I think it's really relatable because you know that E is open and you know the third fret is G and the fifth and seventh is B and then C on the eighth fret. It's, uh, to me, it's logical. And uh, so that was my open tuning. And then I went to E7. And then I went to the C sharp minor because I already had the E7 in the bass thing. So that's tunings. But that's how I was blessed. Oh, and simultaneously, my, my grandmother was also a, a caterer. She owned a restaurant. And I would go down at nights and uh, hang out, kind of being babysat, I guess. And she had bought me a shortwave radio. You know, anyone who's ever had a shortwave radio, but they're fabulous, you can just go all over the world with that radio. And I tuned in Hawaii calls. Oh, you know, (laughs) and so that same time, kind of same time I was going to take these lessons, so I felt a huge blessing for me. So that's how I started. How old were you? I was 14. Good question.
3: And um, the way I started was, uh, I've heard heard steel guitar, the first steel guitar song I heard was 1959, you know, I'm from Lanai, right across Lanai city, and you know, being, um, I was stricken with polio, so I couldn't go play outside like the rest of the kids, so. My ear would be always on the radio, listening to Bill Haley, you know all the old 50s rock. And one time, we were sleepwalk, I said, "Wait, something different about this." And you know, when when I moved to Honolulu, our family and I actually seen people in Waikiki. There were steel players all over the place in the 50s. I said, "Wow, that's that's too hard." And I kept on saying that all the way till I seen these guys on TV. Wow, young guy's playing. And um, this old-timer told me, you look like you really wanna play steel. I said, yeah, but it's too hard. So he said, you ever tried? I said, no, he said, they get (laughs) going, Try to pick it up, but you know, and much like Greg, we had the long hair play, Jimi Hendrix, and you know, all that old rock, yeah. And not thinking nothing of it, when I bought my first steel, and it was like learning to crawl, first thing I said was, how did I get myself into this mess? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a really hard, it's the most challenging instrument I ever um, tried to play, but no matter how, how, how hard it is, that sound, that sound is so beautiful. You know, you, you don't give up, you just on. And, and during our time, we had record albums. So I would put, you know, listen, take them off, and whenever you get frustrated, I would hold the needle
2: down
3: it and get another Whoa. <laughs> Yeah, you know, you um it's 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 a hard instrument, but um, like anything in life is hard. But if you want it bad enough you you're gonna you going to get it. But um now, now you know at first even Greg probably can tell you this we practice every day but you know we wanna sound like the old timers. But nowadays I'm so lazy. <laughs> I just practiced before before my gig, which is a bad thing to do. But, you know. You're busy. Give yourself a break. Busy doing nothing. Ah, not <laughs> nothing. Uh, But
0: And my hair was short then, see, my hair's long now, so <laughs> it's it changed. <laughs>
1: so. Ah. I had to, for me, I just practically just gave up guitar playing for a 10 years and just kind to. to of took, took it with me wherever I could sit in with guys and just strictly stay in the background, you know, just try to make it absorb what I could. Yeah. You know, like um, all the uh, lessons and stuff, of course lessons are always good, but when you get out in the real world to, to sit in with people. It's the, the background fills, and it's just knowing where the cards are, like <laughs> he was teaching the cards; Those things are very valuable. You really need those more than, you can probably pick your way through the melody if somebody's singing it and figure it out well. That's what we do. If we don't know the song, chances are we're plucking around back there until we kind of got the right couple of notes because you know a solo's coming up. So okay, you got the start after that, as long as you can play a little bit of it, then the rest is <laughs> by feel, yeah. you know. But uh, it's those important stuff, like if you were here with, uh, with his chord shots or, or showing you where all the chords are on the neck, all the different positions. Mm-hmm. Those stuff is valuable. You know, that's the stuff you really want when you get out there and sit in. Mm-hmm. And I say sit in, go in and sit in. Don't worry about it, you know. Uh, when you don't know how to play a certain song, you don't want to mess the group up. Yeah, just lay back and you feel like hey, G, C, and D. I learned those chords, and then' get in there,
0: Listen, I think listening, to Yeah, you know, first persistent. listen and noodle
3: and then jump in, yeah. In fact, like Greg was saying, when he first thought of you previous your steel, I used to bring my, my steel to Fish Market, where I work at. It. And just so happened Greg was working for Budweiser. He well, said, that's how we met. That's how we right? met. <laughs> you oh, we you know, I, I had my steel. I was practicing last time. Here comes Greg, rolling in the beer. I think. <laughs> and he breaks "Oh, oh,
1: that's
3: what mind. I play." <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: And then he goes, "You don't mind I, I retune it?" I said, "Go well, right ahead, man." So, he tuned it to B eleven. He started playing Sands, and I was above him, and my tape colour was on. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yeah. That's how I learned Sands. Oh. From this guy, yeah, 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 yeah. but I used to bring it. Like he said, you know, you're so into it, you bring it to work. You know, before work, before lunch, after lunch, whenever I had free time. You know, you got, you gotta, you gotta keep on going. But that's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I could tell when he was learning something new. You know, because
1: I was actually I learned on my own for a while, and then I, you know, took some lessons from Jerry. And so, was, you know, I learned a lot of stuff, here, you know, all the little tricks that Jerry had. This guy's a great, still playing by ear. And I, I know, and he was like, he said, man, his tape is going, <laughs> and I did some stuff here, and I know he was like, watching. But somewhere else I heard him play, and I went, I heard the Carter, that sucker. <laughs> he was watching exactly what I was doing. You, you know why, I, actually, you know. Because he never played those before, and all of a sudden I hear him doing it. He was paying attention. Favorite because
3: because yeah, a lot of people, mm-hmm. they say, well, if you want to learn, lot you know, one time I said, the lessons are free, actually. Anybody, they, see, they used to tell me, anybody you see playing at any party, see a steel player, pay attention. You know, old, old style is, you don't pay money, you pay attention. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, as a, that's why when he plays Santa I thought, Finally, I learned that song?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and tunings. How did you guys like? Did, what did you start with? Uh, like, like opens from slack key or
1: C six? They're great. You
0: started yeah. with C six.
1: Uh, well, like I said yeah. too, when I saw it, when I first saw the steel, when I actually got into it, it, was Barney Isaacs. You know, I didn't like grab one and try to figure out what it was. Right. The guy oh. was right there. So and I just played around with his steel. Oh, And then you
0: figured Boy, out the tuning.
1: So tuning six. C Oh,
0: okay. And yeah, then it was he a
1: steel. So I already knew right back, um, okay. right from the start, to just tune it. Yeah.
0: When I was learning Western swing music, that's why I'm familiar with A six. I would listen to all these tunes, and I have a you know little device where you can slow the song down, oh, yeah. but it stays in the same key. Handy item. Oh, yeah. And I would just take small passages, and that's how I figured out uh, the, the most workable tuning for those tunes. Because so. no one told me those. Just so pick it up.
1: Everybody has a it's beginning. Me. You know, yeah. Troy, he has his uh, on uh, uh, YouTube lessons. I peeped in there once in a while. I'm sure he has a <laughs> the beginning. The
0: They're great lessons, by the way. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy those. Thank you, Troy.
1: So if I don't, if you don't mind me asking, Joe, how did you get started on steel? Because you're an accomplished guitar player. What made you get going on steel? Um, about 27 years ago, Henry Allen did a series of
2: uh, a classic, it was at Maui Community College that meant for like six, eight Saturday mornings. And I, I don't know,
1: something just pushed me to do it. Yeah. I didn't know any really much about it, I loved the sound. Yeah, you know it's a sound, like Bobby said, you get attracted to the sound, yeah. you know, so. And something just kind of just keeps bringing you back to it. Like I want to learn more and more. I didn't get it then. I mean, I dropped it. I mean, I never really didn't touch it. But
2: I became friends with Henry Allen and I helped him with some of his recording work at the studio here, and I helped him work on tracks for his book, um, which eventually is what really got me going. Um, he never published his original book, um, but they have copies of it at the Lahaina Library, so you didn't know, want to lose copyright problems with some of the material. But check it out; they really his is really good. you kind of showed me the light of how to get the sound.
3: Twenty some years later, right? <laughs> yeah. Not, a, another thing about the steel guitar, like me and Greg always have this conversation, like. Uh, a lot of people uh, frowned on on us when we take the steel guitar to other places like rock and roll or, but you know, in reality, if music didn't fuse, you wouldn't have jazz, you wouldn't have singing. Greg was the first one to, to take the steel guitar to surf music. You know, and yeah, you, you're going to get a lot of uh, people criticizing you know, I had I had that a lot I I was um, a total blues player on guitar. So we do need it funny, tune do to e. and hey, you can play, you know, like blues slide. And people used to say I'm desecrating the steel. Oh, <laughs> you know, whenever somebody criticizes you tell them, Come and play. <laughs> <laughs> no really because um, like Greg's lady C D Stainless Steel. When I first when I heard just one track from the there, and it's rocket rocking, you know. And people cannot um, comprehend when they when they hear like us guys playing um, um, like my Yellow Ginger Lay, and then the next song we play something by Jimi Hendrix. There's nothing wrong with that. It's all good music. I always
1: thought, you know, piano plays. Any any style, you can play Hawaiian, you can play rock, jazz, every, so does the horn, so does the guitar, everything. But the minute you pick up a steel guitar, oh, you only can play Hawaiian.
3: yeah,
1: yeah. And I thought, why? I mean, every instrument can play any genre of music, but steel, we only can play Hawaiian? I said, I don't think so. You can play anything, you should, yep. whatever you want to make it. You know, we're always going to play Hawaiian, but... If we get tangled up with some other guys and we want to join them, then hell
3: man, I'm
2: gonna whip out my little distortion
3: too. Uh-huh. I mean a good example is the cartoon Spongebob, yeah. Steel guitar. Yeah, and all the kids. Now one thing that cartoon did was turn on a lot of little kids to the steel. Because I was a festival in Dayton, Ohio, so I was playing the steel and all these kids was with their phone and mm-hmm. you know calling their friends and video, and then one kid asked me, what's your name? I said, "Bob." You, you're you Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, it's a good thing, you know. lot of kids learn about the steel from the cartoon? oh, um, so really awesome. that cartoons? Who has
0: that gig, by the way?
3: I, don't know I forgot the guy's it's like, name. Jeremy, um. No, it's not
1: Jeremy Wakefield, is it? Yeah. It is him? Yeah. Who is it? Jeremy Wakefield. He oh, does.
2: yeah. Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Uh, I just yeah. noticed it. Credit.
3: He's on the credits. There may, said, may be well, other people, too. Wow. And a lot of kids he's, found board about the steel hitters. The credits at the end of the cartoon.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, there was a, I think it was a little bit of sleepwalk on uh, Better Call Saul. You guys know that program? Yeah. Better yeah. Call Saul? Yeah. And I did not recognize a steel player, and I Googled it, and it was uh, uh, Brown. Uh, what's his name?
3: Junior.
0: Junior Brown. <laughs> There's a really nice version of it, too. So, I mentioned you know. Senator Akaka, too, on that. There's a little thing, it's a whole Hawaiian theme if you listen real close. Uh-huh. They, they, you know. Oh, what's Alan in there? Uh, his his dad, it was like an old shot of his dad on, on C, C-Span, I think, uh-huh. right?
2: Senator Akaka, and you know, <laughs> so it like had a whole undertone of Hawaiian stuff going on. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Clever show.
1: Sorry. Yeah.
2: Yeah. A question. Um, I have is. Do you know anybody who's gotten really good without using picks? that is the fingernails? Actually,
1: I've I've I have i i do not know anybody uh, seen anybody like like this. But I've seen a bunch of people on TV. They play really well. I think what's his name? Brent Harper is one of those guys. And there's this other guy that I've been seeing on Cunningham. I forget his first name. He plays with no picks, and man, he he sounds great. So there's a you know like there was, I remember Jerry just saying you can't. You gotta do this and you gotta do that. And I figured, you know, it's really what it comes down to, it's just your way and my way. Yeah. Because this, I to see people play without picks, they have a thumb pick. And I think there's one guy I've seen that play with no picks. It sounds really good. And, but, you know, all the slants and holding your bar, it really helps. But I see people hold it really weird and the, the intonation sounds fine. So it's so, comfortable
3: for you. And, yeah.
0: Harmonics
3: are challenging without a thumb pick, if I might say. They're really challenging. Especially when you don't get enough sleep. Oh But don't be afraid to put still guitar with all kinds of things. Somebody complains, said I'm playing (laughs) not (laughs) you. But you're always going to get criticized for doing something different. Yeah. As long as you still keep the old, you know, we still can play the old stuff, but like Grace said, you have to bring, bring them forward. You know, and there's a lot of old jazz standards that sound really sweet when you put them on steel guitar. Really, really nice. Yeah,
0: I heard you playing last night in the jam session here with that steel You talked about yesterday, last night, you got, just got that steel too. And I Ooh. heard it last night,
3: man, that uh, so that right band. Oh no, I had this a long time, but this is oh. the first time we're bringing it to Maui. Oh, right, <laughs> right. Because, no, just, I heard it last night and I was like, wow. Yeah, jazz, all, all jazz standards, I mean, um, really, really nice on steel. The, the simple jazz tendons, not, not like the, the jazz fusion, that's, that's a little too much for me. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's also what a lot of the, that's where the western swing players, you know, from Oklahoma and other parts of the country there, over the water over there, uh, they were co- accomplished jazz players. They just happened to play other instruments, you know, they played steel, they played banjo, they played accordion, all kinds of yeah. instruments. And the steel, um, Bob Dunn was one of the first, I believe maybe the first uh, electric steel, correct? Yeah, I think so. I and he has some licks that are, slow down that and listen to that for a while. For me, I, I, that's how I learned them. And Joaquin Murphy.
3: Oh, that guy is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that guy plays oh. like like Pete Fountain on the clarinet. Yeah. That's how he plays on the steel. Eh? It's out of this world. Wow, wow. Leon McCullough all. And all these guys picked up a steel guitar because they heard Hawaiian steel. So you know, we all get inspired by, the whole world is inspired by everybody, you know? Like, you know, you, you cannot say, um, oh, this, this culture music is uh, no good. Every, every culture contributed to to the music, that's why music is so, that's so, so many different kinds of music, you know, but it's all good, right? don't be afraid to to um, bring it forward. Now, I wonder who's going to be the first one to play the Steel In? In space, it's going to happen. You, have <laughs> got the bar for it. Right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, be sure and Skype it down. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. Should we just play something yeah, and see yeah, how yeah, we talk mama. to each other? <laughs> Whatever you choose.
1: Should what we, you want to do? Uh,
0: Something
3: mm. easy? Sleepwalk? Won't you sleepwalk? Okay. See? Yeah. Whatever. The blues, blues. Yeah. Do the blues. Yeah. Do the blues. Hula yeah. cool blues? No. Why not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can you do? In fact, he's the first guy I've
0: seen playing hula blues
1: at Royal Lanai. He keeps picking on me. Man. <laughs> you didn't pay him to do that, though, did you? Hula blues. i the tune for that one. Yeah. this film Oh.
0: I'm in some other tuning then everything is laid out differently right so I'm like oh wait what key are we in first and then do I have to slap to go up there and so that I should have changed the tuning but it was challenging for me so that's that's good. Were you in A6? When? This, this No it was a C sharp minor 7 because we did hula blues and that's the right. way, that's the way that. play. that's yeah, so, I played Uh, sure. We all have our challenges, right? <laughs> Great. Well, what
1: kind of what, kind of, uh, what is that that you found on Facebook? Uh, Great. It's, it's a um, it's a recording king. You know, really? the um, fashioned after the old Nationals. <laughs> yeah, so. it works nicely. It works good. So that's cheap enough that if the airlines lose it, it
3: ain't that bad. <laughs> A pick up break. Yeah. Well, yeah,
1: When oh. I when I actually found this on Craigslist, I didn't see the pickup. Well, and when was, I picked them up, it yesterday last night. that's national. That's yeah, the old. Yeah, it yeah. Sounds, yeah. Like that was just south, the yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. This one wasn't really.
3: Away and put it on the bone, you know. The bone, oh,
0: oh, so. what
1: was that? I, I oh, He has a metal nut going nice. over
3: there. Oh, because it was made for
1: a, Oh, it's a round neck? Yes.
3: Yeah, no, neck. it's a square neck, but I guess it was really low, yeah. Oh. So he said the sound, I said because of the metal nut. Oh, you know, yeah. Cause yeah.
1: you gotta get the strings. Started. Actually, my national is like that. My national, the yeah. string. The, the nut is really low. So you gotta play it
3: got to be careful that you hit it, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they had a double mic last night, Jeff, and you really could not hear it. Yeah, it's, it's real quiet. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, my partner Marilyn told me, because we were under that, uh, the cover, the tent yeah. thing, when I moved out right in front of Jeff, it definitely was a better sound. I mean, I could definitely hear it more, so
1: it was a little muffled under there. I don't know where you were. Let's
3: do Halle Ebu Hula. Okay. How oh, is that go? You, as soon as you, you, you hear it, <laughs> it's like a, like a swing standard with all the chords. Yeah. Then I'll, right. I'll sing it so we can
1: just play it. Okay. Oh, goody. Oh, yeah. yay. So just regular band. What key is it? C. C.
3: Yeah, it would be the same for the steel man. Keep your eyes on the hands. Uh
2: You
3: know, like Uh that song.
0: The wood
1: the on the bar, you
0: mean?
1: No, oh, the okay, on, the, on the guitar. Well, like these the these were came too. out before. Yeah. That was actually the first electric yeah. guitar. In fact, the first electric guitar one. ever. Yeah. Not it wasn't a regular guitar. These yeah. were the first just electric guitars. But before that, the prototype
0: was wood, right? Yeah. The yeah, regular Bacher right. prototype
1: was wood. And before that, they played a lot of old. This, like I said, this is new, yeah, but this as a remake of the old 1920s or 25, 1925 where they used to play. And they put speakers in there because they used to use the regular guitars, but they, they couldn't cut through, they couldn't get past the ukulele and the bass and everything. So they came up with putting speakers in there. That's probably why it's you know so loud. And then the problem too I found with having a pickup is I, even if it's plugged into the PA system, I really hear just this, because this thing is so loud and right yeah, in my ear yeah. that when it's plugged in the system, I can't, I can't tell. You don't need the pickup on that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I have to usually tell the song man, I need to hear that too though, you know, because so. it sounds really funny that the group is out here but I hear only me.
3: But as far as um, the warmest sound is the wood. Yeah. My advantage of this one is the termites cannot get.
2: <laughs>
3: I bought steel guitars that you know was in the case for so long. You lift it up and the whole back has a whole family of termites. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Whole record. But the wood is the warmest tone. Patty, Clean is that instrument.
0: is that hollow or is it? No, this is solid. Fine. Yeah, it's solid. Mm-hmm. That is too, well. That has a hollow neck, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That neck is hollow. Yeah. Oh, pretty cool. That legs on it. Got legs too. But just you in know, case. like whatever sounds sweetest to your ears, you play that guitar. Yeah. And what there's some like the big lights, like the, the black freaking back there. Sounds really sweet, but you drop that thing, and it, yeah. Something. Yeah. It, it, it sh- shatter, shatter. It's made for that, it, it said? Yeah, it's, it's made from the same material oh, as the old ball, bowling balls. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, nice guitar. from like, you drop in so Here's Bakelite ones. Yeah, I was going to say, I've got that. mine too. It's just Bakelite. Hmm. And that's a steel.
0: That's
2: little.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah, it's a student model. Oh. So a lot of the old
3: steels was, was shaped like a guitar.
0: Generally, if the strings are raised up off the fret neck, neck on I mean, the fretboard, it's it's a lap steel. Generally yeah, speaking, yeah. right? There must be an exception to that rule, but you know, that's it. The nut is raised.
3: But like I say, whatever sounds Swedish to your ears, then you, you play that. And it doesn't have to be an expensive vintage instrument. There's some some cheap ones that they sell now that sounds really nice, For some people they have a habit of looking at it, hundred bucks out of it. That must be no good. But you gotta try any steel guitar somebody tell just try it because you, you never know. It might be a dud, but it's sweet. You know, everybody looks at it and just pass pass it by. It's not always. Um, I played. A frying pan like this one time in um, Joliet, Chicago, and this guy wanted me to play it in my show, and it was a real nice one, you know, with the yellow finish and everything, that lacquer, and it was the worst steel guitar I ever heard. And after one song, I said, you know what, this thing sounds terrible. He said, Oh I knew that but now that you play I I took a video now I can sell it for more. Oh. <laughs> and, oh. Yeah, well there's a lot of people like oh. that. <laughs> oh no Yeah. So I said fine and I never spoke to them. the I never seen him again, but what a thing to do, you yeah? yeah, know. And it was a it was much better condition than this, but it um, sounded horrible. Because in the old days was real inconsistent, was hit and miss. You know. Like they would they would make like ten of these and only two would be really sounding good. So you had to try even nowadays, when you go into a shop, you have to try you have five steel guitars and you know try every one. But you're gonna just take the first one, you never know the next one is the best sounding. So you, you gotta go with years Try it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think he sold it for a lot of money. <laughs> In fact, you, I think you know that guy. uh uh-huh. <laughs> I won't mention that. <laughs> That's okay, you will get his
0: back, will get it back. <laughs> it's not that. Yeah.
3: Like the student model of the Rickenbacker, is one sort of the sweetest something, but people pass it up because, oh, that's for kids, for students but it's really sweet sounding. Like I said, never pass up any steel. If it doesn't have strings, then I can see it. You guys have been great, thank you. Thank
0: you very much.
3: Thank you. One more thing, you gotta have fun. It's a hard instrument but you know, learn to have fun. Okay, because because you don't have fun, it's gonna be boring. <laughs> you know, and you learn it from the old timers too, yeah, they all the sound effects. You know, that's one of the coolest things I like about the old timers, you know? They're all serious when they're practicing. They get on stage, they just call You need that that part to enjoy it. Music and can't like,
0: you all
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I have a question I'm wondering, what, do you think it's difficult or it was difficult for you because you, yes. you played a regular guitar first and then went to steel? Yeah mm-hmm. Because Patty told me
0: this story where she I guess, played a nice uglary Yeah. went I'm to right. steal and yeah. you natural to you but it was really hard for them so I just wondered why well I oh, think for me yeah. that I'm sorry the oh. natural part for me is just it was uh, I had a great teacher I was ready I think the universe chose me because of the two things that were happening the radio thing and the music the Hawaiian music my teacher that was what he loved he, he taught me really well and I just took to it that's that was it the technique it takes some take Time. The technique
3: yeah. does take time. But. Like yeah, but like the reason for like being like same age as Greg and I was when we we were growing up there was you know steel guitar was fading. Was really fading. Yeah, this had right. a few players in right. break, so yeah. you know, um, we and the radio stations didn't play it anymore, but um. they was worried about their ratings, you know, yeah. So out with the old music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But luckily we had the old timers will be playing, you know, around town. So you're both Hawaiians? So YN's, from this area. Oh no. are you, Not really. What
1: nationality are you, oh, man? Chinese, Portuguese, Irish. Everybody in Hawaii is Chinese. Are you born
2: here on the islands, or? Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh. And my my uh, family is originally from
3: Maui. Both yeah. my dad and mom are from Maui. And we, are, we are all, we um, all, what they call mixed in Hawaii. We call it we all chop suey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. Uh, Chinese, Spanish, Filipino. Okay. Yeah, and um, like I said, anybody, anybody can pick up this deal. Well, it it was um, tough for like Greg and I. We was full on loud rock music. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess this appealed to me because I was losing my hearing. <laughs> 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 you know, and yeah, but um, anyway, you look at it, it's a hard instrument to. Yeah. 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 But some ways, you know, you don't take it to it more easy. Like I guess um, my, my teacher uh, Pete Rogers used to hit, 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 hit my head uh-huh. <laughs> because um, I learned at twenty six, yeah. And when you had, when you're like twenty six years old, <coughs> I can tell you nothing. <laughs> and he used to call me young punk, you know. And things like that. But I guess what made it hard for me was hard headed kid. And he had to always uh, lecture me and stuff. But it's all worth it, yeah, because you know, some of us learn the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to every day from my from my parents, but I wouldn't change after that for nothing. That's the best teacher. Yeah. yeah. Any way you look at it, it's 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 hard learning anything, any instrument. That's true. Yeah. Exactly. And don't wouldn't you agree that the, the hardest instrument, harder than this to be, is violin. Because you don't have markers. So you you have to really have a you know, a ear. But still this is the hard part, you know. You know, finding the notes is easy, but learning how to hold the bar, and like you said, the fix. You know. I, I I didn't want to have anything to do with picks like this, and the that guy told me you're not going to be a steal for it. Oh, when I first put on the picks like Gray said, you put it the wrong way. And then when I would play it, it would fly. <laughs> a couple of times the bar, it would slide. And So always, what do we still get to always play when you're sober? <laughs> <laughs> so when I thought I was good enough after three years, I started drinking and playing, thinking, oh, it sounds good every night, and then somebody ran a paper cup and drink because it sounded terrible. But when you're all juiced up, everything sounds good, yeah? So play sober. <laughs>